What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Onyx, back for another episode of Concrete Rose Chronicles. Buckle up. Let's go. What's up, y'all? So, I have a topic for y'all fresh out the inbox. And Maria would like to know, how do you know you are the side chick? So, I feel like in today's society... Just about anybody could be a side chick. And a lot of times we ignore how we end up being the side chick. Uh, I feel like there are a lot of definite telltale signs. And here we go. So when boy meets girl, y'all talk all the time, typically. Um, I guess with social media's integration, there's a lot of texting or Facebooking, Snapchatting, whatever you do. Um, I feel like one red flag is that if you can only get a hold of a person at a certain time, like say this person has a whole spouse, you can't just call them all hours of the night. Um, now depending on, you know, what their work schedule is or what they do for a living, they may keep some weird hours, but typically, you know, most people are home by 6, 7 PM. They locked in with the family, you know, wifey, the kids, you're not about to get a hold of them. Or if you do, it's going to be really short, you know, replies. Um, and being able to get a hold of them doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have a spouse. I mean, their spouse and them may be disconnected. There's a lot of um, reasons, but I do feel like you won't just be able to be booed up all the time with them on the phone. Um, and that's a big, big red flag to me. Um, another red flag is that y'all don't go nowhere. Like every time y'all see each other, y'all are in the crib and usually that's your crib or, you know, y'all go to a hotel, but it's not anywhere public. It's not like, you know, he has you on display. Y'all ain't like going out to eat y'all more Netflix and shit. I also feel like you could definitely be the side piece if every time you see each other, it's unplanned last minute. Like he just comes out the blue with it and it kind of has to be, you know, right then. Like he ain't got much leeway with his time schedule. I feel like if y'all can, if he's not really willing to take photos with you, that kind of thing, um, that's typically a red flag as well. And especially with social media being such a, a big thing, if his social media is suspect or he tells you he ain't got no social media, uh, those are red flags to me too. Like even people who, you know, are not the biggest social media footprint still typically have some sort of social media. Um, and not saying that he's got to post you all over it, you know, in order for you not to be the side piece. But if you can't even see it or, you know, he has you blocked, to me, those are red flags. I also think when they keep their phone off around you or their phone is always hidden from you, I think that's a, you know, a big red flag that you need to pay attention to. Um, it usually indicates there's a reason you can't see the phone. Now, don't get me wrong. Most people ain't gonna let you just hold the phone, play with the phone, especially if, you know, y'all aren't in a relationship. And sometimes even when you're in a relationship, people be so serious about their phone and their privacy. But to me, those are red flags. I also feel like if they never answer their phone around you, like they always got to take a step, you know, out the room to answer the phone, that's a red flag. I mean, if somebody random calls your phone, like your mom, your grandma, you know, something like that, you can answer the phone and just be like, hey, mom, chilling, I'll call you back. But if every time they got to answer the phone, they got to take a step outside or excuse themselves, that's something that I would pay attention to also. 
The sad thing to me is that, you know, cheating has been around forever. People have had side pieces forever. They were just called different things like mistresses, you know. Um, But today, you know, it's more normal. (laughs) For lack of a better phrase, it's normal. Like a lot of people cheat. And so obviously, you know, things that are red flags to me or in my opinion, maybe some people's normal life. And that doesn't mean that they're necessarily cheating. But I do feel like, you know, we ignore these indicators. We ignore the signs when we really like a person. And that's how we really end up being a side chick. You have to pay attention, especially today, because there's so many ways to hide cheating, right? Like you got apps that are set up just for cheating. Um, It's sad that, you know, the sanctity of a relationship or marriages have, you know, lost their grip in life. I know when I was growing up, you know, mistresses, side chicks, those were things that were behind closed doors. People are proud to have them nowadays. Hell, women are proud to be the side chick nowadays. It's sad to me. It's really sad. And it can really get you hurt because some people are not playing about their mate. Some people will end your life about their relationship. Got to be careful in these streets. You just got to be careful. That's going to do it for today's episode. You can always send us an email with any questions, concerns, or if you have some topics or responses, Concrete Rose Chronicles at Gmail. Can't wait to hear from y'all. What's up, y'all? I know it's been a minute since I've done a podcast, so I'm going to get right into it. Today's podcast is called When Did We as Women Forget We Were the Prize? Now, ladies, I know y'all ain't about to be happy with me about this one, and that's okay. Somebody has to talk about it. Somebody has to talk about it. When I was growing up, we had role models like Janet Jackson, Anita Baker, Sade, Lauren Hill, Whitney Houston. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. But the one thing that all of these women have in common is that they were naturally beautiful. They didn't walk around with a whole ton of makeup on their face. I mean, they may have had weaves, wigs or whatever, but they weren't doing fake lashes, fake boobs, fake butts, fake lips, like all of these plastic surgery things that, you know, the women of today are doing. And, you know, when I look around today, you know, because I have a daughter and I look around today and, you know, her role models, the people she sees displayed are people like Megan Thee Stallion, City Girls, Cardi B. Those are the prominent uh, role models for young girls today. That's who they see on the TV, even reality TV. You got love and hip hop. You got these shows, bad girls clubs that show young girls how to act. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. It shows them how to act. And to me, it represents and pushes this message of, for lack of a better phrase, whole culture. Now, you know, artists have been speaking their mind since the beginning of time, and that's fine. But somewhere the narrative switched from being a woman and being sensual and talking about love to, you know, chasing the bag and I don't need a man. And it's all about the money, the money, the money. Somewhere along the lines, you know, we stopped being wives and started being baby mamas. And, you know, somewhere along the lines, we, and I'm sorry, I love the kids, but multiple dads, we're not with none of the dads. You know, nobody's changed your name. You're just out here bad 
for, again, lack of a better phrase. And it makes me sad. You know what I mean? Because what I'm teaching my child and what I'm instilling in her, the way to carry herself as a woman with class and with morals and with tact um, is she sees on TV, she hears on the radio, the complete opposite. Now, I get it. It's entertaining. But when you really think about it, right, like I, I was talking about natural beauty and I was saying that, you know, those women didn't have to work hard to be naturally beautiful. They were able to command attention without having to alter themselves. The women of today are commanding attention because they're altering themselves. They're getting fake butts, lashes, all of those things. The question is why? You see, when I say, when did we forget we were the prize? We control the narrative. And by we, I mean us as women. We control the narrative. If we act like hoes, men are going to treat us like hoes. If we act like queens, men are going to honor us like queens. Women of the 90s and women of the 2000s, the very vast difference between the two is that. That is it. That is all. Knowing how to make someone treat you knowing how to carry yourself. You're running out here, altering your body, making all of these changes, um, trying to be, you know, a man's ideal version of a woman while still screaming, I don't need a man. It's an oxymoron and it makes us look crazy. No wonder the men are acting the way that they act. And you can say that it's not, you know, you're not doing it for a man. You're not doing it for a man's attention. You're doing it for yourself. But the fact of the matter is it's a flat out lie. You're doing it so you can look like what a man's idea of a perfect woman is. You know, every man wants a bad bitch, all of those things. The reality of the situation is you're perfect just the way you are. And men know that. Yeah, they chase after the half-naked girls, but they're not women of substance. There's nothing okay about being, again, for lack of a better phrase, a hoe. And that's exactly what, like I said, that's the message. That's what's being pushed. Whole culture. A rich guy. That's my type. Really? Did you own your own? Did you earn your own money? Why is a rich guy your type? Because he can afford to buy you the things that you want, yet you can't afford to buy them on your own? That's what I see. You know, when I look across social media, when I look at these, you know, reality shows, you know, these different women are doing all of these things to keep a man's attention, yet, you know, she's chasing the bag, but it's, it's almost like you're looking for something to be handed to you where the woman, the women in my generation worked for it. Now, don't get me wrong. Hey, if you can win off of, you know what I'm saying, sleeping your way to the top, or you can win off of being half naked and sitting your behind up on a, a, a counter and poking your lips out and posting those pictures on Instagram, do you? I'm not hating. I'm not. All I'm saying is think about the young ladies who are following you. Think about the young ladies who are watching your every move and they want to emulate you. If you're not being real with yourself, you're not being real with your audience, what you're doing. And it's not, it's, you're right. It's not your responsibility. It is not. It is not anyone's responsibility to be a role model. But when you have a platform and you're being looked at a certain way, you kind of fall into the role model situation. You just do. And in fact, I believe it was Cardi B who said, I shouldn't be your kid's role model. That's too much pressure. I feel her. But that's what happens when you become a person of interest. When you become a celebrity, you have fans and these, you know, these young girls follow you. And to me, I just feel like there's got to be some kind of moral obligation that, you know, makes you wonder, what if my daughter saw this? How would she feel about that? 
just my thoughts, man. Just my thoughts.